0: Hey, what's up, family? Welcome to another, man. I know it's been a while, but welcome to another uh, installment or piece of my Purpose of Singleness course. And I hope you all are doing exceptionally well. Hope you all are or have been enjoying um, the course thus far. I know I've been going for a few months. Um, A lot has been going on. I've been investing in family a lot. And so as everyone is coming in live, make sure you come into the live feed when you come in, share all that good stuff. But for those who's watching later or listening later, I wanna say thank you so much um, for watching and for listening and supporting. Uh, It doesn't matter if you've been a subscriber for 13 years or if you've been a subscriber for 13 minutes, I wanna say thank you um, for entrusting the gift that God has given me um, to be able to help you guys grow holistically for God's optimum use and to help you all make sense of your life. So if you're watching this later, or you're watching this live, share this video out to as many people as possible, those you know that are single, those who are endeavoring um to be whole so they can hold the next level because what we're gonna cover today is very essential because we're gonna be talking about God's timing, singleness and God's timing, how to properly prepare for God's timing. But for those who are new to me, my name is Joshua Eze. And like I said before, my goal is to help you make sense of your life. And this course spawned from my... I wouldn't say latest book, but one of my books called The Purpose of Singleness. This book right now is available on Amazon. So get your copies now. It's a very profound book. Um, and 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 I'm excited um, 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 how it has impacted so many people. So come on in. Make sure you look at the links in the description box below so you can download today's worksheet. And as everyone is coming in uh, live, let me know where you're watching from, what city, what state, what country. I would love to hear from where you come from. My brother Kenny's in the building. What's up, family? Hope you're well, my brother. Hope all is well. And as everyone is coming in, I also want to let you guys know about my Patreon. My Patreon is for all those who are doers of the Word of God, doers, those who endeavor to do um, their purpose and to fulfill it. Um, uh, This is what I'm going to do, coaching going forward. So all those who want life coaching, make sure you go um, to the For Doers Only Patreon. Go to patreon.com, type in Joshua Ezzy, and there you will be able to get some access to some level of culture with me, depending on what tier, uh, best supports uh, um, where you are financially. I have an $8 tier, $25 tier, $35 tier, 50, all the way up to 125. And those, as you get higher, get a little bit more exclusive time with me. But I do a one on not one-on-one, but I do a group Zoom call Every Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, if you want to be a part of that Zoom call to get intimate interaction with me and help uh, and, uh, and, and utilize the gifting of coaching that God has given me to help you, make sure you now join my for doers only Patreon link. In the description box below there we go now i see people coming in i got eddie bradley the third watching from atlanta thank you so much for watching my brother kenny says get the book orlando is in the building life is great fam i'm glad and thank you for your support family y'all make sure y'all check out my brother kenny powerful man of god nita Car- uh carrillo says yay i am not new laugh out loud just my work schedule did not correspond thanks for doing it again coach i have your books and i'm here and ready from phoenix thank you so much for watching dimitra Israel Martin, thank you so much for watching. But let's go ahead and get into the notes as everyone is coming in. Share, get this out to as many people as possible because I really do believe that what we're going to talk about today is going to be very profound. So let's get right into the notes. Today, we're going to be talking about singleness and God's timing. Singleness and God's timing. The main thought that I have for tonight's uh, uh, lecture is this God's timing is all the time. God's timing is is all the time. My brother, Exandre Music in the building. Doers in the building. Thank you, brother, for being a part of my Patreon. Thank you for watching, fam. My main thought for tonight's lecture is God's timing is all the time. He has a purpose for every season. It is very important that you and I understand that God's timing is all the time and all the time is God's timing. Unfortunately, many of us, we look for this moment in time where we hoping for promotion. But God is saying, uh, are you abreast to what I want you to do in this time? And my other main thought is this. He has a purpose for every season. Let's get right into the problem. Many people want to be promoted but not prepared. The problem when it comes to God's timing and, and people's frustrating frustration with singleness is that people want to be promoted, but not prepared. They want to experience moments, but they don't want to manage them. They are idolizing moments, but are ill prepared to manage them. Let's say it again. A problem when it comes to God's timing and singleness is that people want to be promoted, but not prepared. They want to experience moments, but they don't want to manage them. They are idolizing moments but are ill prepared to manage it is very important that you understand that that god cares about your preparation god cares about how well you steward the next level and many people confuse uh, promotion with preparation or they think that their level of focus uh, uh, or, or, or belief or walking around something 17 times will, will push them there. But God's promotion doesn't come without preparation and without uh, a, a full understanding of God's proper glory. Again, it says people want to be promoted, but not prepared. They want to experience moments. They want to experience marriage. They want to experience all the benefits that comes with marriage. They want to experience the next level. They want to experience um, entrepreneurship at a high level, ministry at a high level, Uh, all these things at a high level. They want to experience these moments, but they don't want to manage them. God wants to develop and position stewards. God wants to manage and promote managers. He wants people that will be husbands and wives and parents that are able to manage that season without distraction. They want to experience moments, but they don't want to manage them. They are idolizing moments, but are ill-prepared to manage them. How many people right now are idolizing the idea of the season that they want to engage in? How many single people right now are idolizing these moments, but they're not prepared for them? They're ill-prepared. They're sick. Their preparation has been sickened with all these different ideologies and influences, and they believe because they're smart enough, they'll steward in. But just because you book smart, just because you know a thing don't mean you're able to do a thing. Right. So many people are idolizing this moment because Instagram has made things very vivid. Instagram has done a very uh, uh um, great, or social media has made it very vivid. And most people are posting their highlights. They're posting their, their best moments, but their marriage is dysfunctional. Never compare your real life to someone else's fake life and then get mad because your life is not fake enough. And so many people are saying, I want to be like her. I want to be like them. I want to have what they have, but you wasn't in the gym when they were shooting. You don't even know if they're conditioned for the calling. So many people, People will look at a picture, and just because it speaks a thousand words, they forget those thousand words are a thousand lies. So we got to make sure that we are not idolizing these moments that we want, but but we are in, but we are individuals who are treasuring God's timing. Let's get to the next point. Here are some causes. Let's look at some causes. Impatience is a cause. Entitlement is a cause to this problem. Comfort is a cause to this problem upbringings is a cause to this problem and ignorance comment below comment in the in the um um live stream comment section let us know let me know what are some other things that could cause or contribute to people um not being prepared or desiring moments look at let's look at impatience some people and, and most people in this generation or in this culture, I don't want to just stamp a generation because not. I don't want to generalize a generation. But culture has infused uh, all members but to a degree of every sector to become impatient. They want what they want now. They want to have it now, but they don't have what, it, what they need to have to manage that thing that they want. So they're impatient. They don't want to wait on God. They don't want to trust God. They don't want to get to know God. They want to get to know what God has, but they don't, want, they don't want to get to know God's heart. Many people are so caught up in God's hand that they care less about his heart. But why would God give you anything from his hand if you don't if you're not desiring his heart? So some people are just impatient. I want this thing now. Some people are entitled. Some people say, God, you owe me this. This is what I want. I'm going to go get it. I'm entitled to it without any level of execution. Some people are just too comfortable, too lazy. Some people do they do to their upbringing. They have been conditioned and sheltered and got eighth place trophies. And because they were hyped up to to be more than who they uh, should have been, they are thinking of themselves too highly. They're not really capable to to, uh, manage those high places. Some people's just ignorance. Let's keep going to the next point cause i have a lot of notes y'all so i got i got to hurry up <laughs> let's keep going many singles are more prepared for a wedding than they are for marriage many singles are more prepared for a moment as such as such as a wedding than they are for a marriage they want titles without a test they want positions without pruning let's break this down many singles are more prepared for a wedding than they are for marriage. They want titles without a test. They want positions without pruning. Listen, we have to understand the processes of God, how God does things. God processes us, God prepares us, God prunes us so that we can bear more fruit. That's why the word of God tells us to abide in the vine. If you abide in me and I and my words abide in you, you can ask whatever you want and it'll be available to you because you are abiding in me and you're delighting in me. Therefore, your desires become like minds. Therefore, and then I don't mind blessing you. But many singles are more prepared for wedding. How many people know their colors, but don't know their character? Know who they want in their wedding, but don't know who needs to be in their life. How many people know all the details from the color and to the people, to the venue? They, care, they have their venue ready, but they're not ready to make a home. So they have all the, they're more prepared for a day than it are the full duration of a marriage. And we as individuals, all of us from single to married to teenagers, to young people have to ask ourselves, am I ready for the next phase? Or am I just preparing for a a, a moment of that phase? Am I just preparing for a time or, or whatever it is, but am I really ready to manage what comes with it? Do you know everything that you desire to have in life has fees, maintenance fees? Just because you are able to to, uh, uh, get a person or just because you're able to get to a level doesn't erase the process and the stewardship of it. So many singles are more prepared for a wedding than they are for a marriage. They want titles without a test. Listen, see, titles without tests will cause you to not be able to be your best, will not be able to cause you to rest because every new level, there are new devils. Every new position, there are new uh, 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 obstacles. No matter where you go in life, there's other challenges. But many singles are more prepared for a wedding than they are for a marriage. They want titles without a test. They want positions without pruning. God is looking for prudent individuals. God is looking for prepared individuals. And God has gifted you a season to prepare, let's keep going. Let's get to some more points. It says here titles such as wife, husband, mother, father, etc. are more than nouns, they are verbs. Let's break that down again. Titles such as wife, husband, mother, father, etc. are more than nouns, they are verbs. People want titles. But 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 people don't want to function. See, we got to ask ourselves, am I willing to do instead of just be anybody can be a husband? Anybody can gain a title of wife. Anybody can make a child and become a mother or father. But those words are more than just nouns. They're more than just a person occupying a title. You have to ask yourself, am I able, am I capable, am I skillful enough to actually be these things? I don't just want to be a husband because I'm married. I want to actually do husband. I want to actually be it. I want to actually let it flow through me through the help of the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of God, um, um, uh, due to my submission to him, is now allowing me to fulfill the mission of the title that I have been graced to have. Titles such as wife, husband, mother, father, etc., are more than nouns. They are verbs. Let's get to the next point. God prepares you before he positions you. God prepares you before he positions you. But when you get so caught up in the world's influences and you get caught up on what everybody else is doing, then you will actually skip the season of preparation and then, due to your free will, jump into something that you're ill-prepared for. And then complain about about the challenges and complain about the weight of it and the burden of it. That's why I tell people don't chase a position until you are positioned. A position should be um, something that you are placed in, not raced in. Right, there's something that you should be placed in. God placed you into that position. God groomed you into that position. God developed you into that position. Versus you chasing that position, racing after that position, but you allow God to place you in that position. It is very important that we say, God, I'm going to stay at my at your pace. I'm gonna follow you. I'm gonna pursue you. Do as you will in this season because I know your timing is perfect. God prepares you before he positions. That's why the word of God says, "Um, um uh, being up under the hand of God and for in due season, that same hand that's covering you will be the same hand that exalts you. But we must trust his process so that we can be uh, uh, um, um, able And stable people are able to be a husband, they got the strength. But are you stable enough? Are you emotionally stable, mentally stable, spiritually stable? Don't get me wrong, marriage is going to have its tough days, but at least you're rooted in the rock so that you're not moved. That you actually abide by the word of God that says, Don't let the sun go down in your wrath. Your communication skills are up to par, your uh, empathy is up to par, your level of submission and sacrifice is up to par. Because you have been placed or you allow the Holy Spirit to steward everything that you're in. Let's get some more points. I have a lot of them. God is not affected by time. Please understand this. God is not affected by time, nor is he affected by your tears. God is not affected by time, nor your tears. God has done everything. And if and if we want to have everything God has done, we must just simply obey and be led. So what I'm saying about this is that everything God has done is done. God is not doing anything. Everything has been done. Time is catching up with eternity time is catching up with eternity what I'm saying is God is not over here shocked about who's president shocked by where you re- where you where's your residence he's not shocked about any of those things he's not moved God's saying everything that I have done is already have been done since the beginning of time time is just catching up with eternity so what God is saying is all I want you to do is 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 uh, trust the spirit of God that's operating in time. My spirit is now operating in time that's leading and guiding you to all the truths, all the things that I have already laid out before you. That's what I love the word of God when it says, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. The unfortunate thing, we got these dates marked off, but we haven't got our days marked off. we We marked out these dates, these dates that you have goals to be married, dates that you have goals for a job or whatever, but you're not marking these days. you're not marking the hours of every day that you're in stewarding them and and entering your day with such a level of joy. And gladness so that you're able to be led by the spirit of God to every marker in that day. So when you're led by God, but every marker in that day, you are able to mark that thing off, knowing that that's God's confirmation, knowing that's God affirmation, that God is pulling you through certain aspects of your nation. Right, So that you can be able to have these things inside of your repertoire, so you can be starting developing skill sets, so that you can start putting things in your toolbox, so that you can uh, allow the pruning of God to develop character in you. But if you go into every day worrying about another day, then you're going to miss the markers of God in the day that's already been done for you. And then you, through your free will and through the influence of culture, miss out. On opportunities to actually prepare for the things that you actually dare to pursue, and people get upset because the Bible says, "My people perish for a lack of knowledge." How much of your of your life is perishing because you don't know God? Let's get back into it. God prepares you before He positions you. God is not affected by time or your time. What I mean by that: anything that's happened in time doesn't move eternity eternity is fixed God is his omniscience is fixed maybe angels maybe everything else but him he ain't moved he's not affected by time or your tears and what I mean by tears is this you can't cry your way you can't use your cry God and what I'm saying here is God cannot be manipulated we cannot manipulate God we can't pout we can't uh, cause tears we can't act like well God ain't going to follow you until you follow through it's crazy how we are like, God, I ain't going to follow you until you follow through. God ain't moved by that. God is not moved by time or tears. he's not affected by it. But he says, I want you to be affected by my spirit, being led by him into all avenues of truth. The truth will set you free. What areas or are doors in your heart that's still locked by lies but haven't been opened by the truth? Those doors that are surrounding your character, that are locked with lies, and you haven't allowed the Holy Spirit to fill those rooms. Because you haven't made room in a natural. If you don't make room in a natural for God, how can the Holy Spirit make room in your heart? Because the Holy Spirit will always lead you to confession. The Holy Spirit will always lead you um, um, to professing. He'll lead you to uh, confess those hidden and rooted sins that's keeping you from winning. But God's not affected by time, family. He's just not. Let's keep going. Let's get some more points. I have a lot. These points I literally came up with. Y'all don't understand. I was laying down, about to take a nap. Let me get back to me so y'all can see my face. I was about to take a nap, right? And I said, "Well, I'll start the prepping on this course next week." God downloaded all these points today. Literally, He downloaded these points at six thirty. So if my points are all over the place, jumbled, I was the Holy Spirit downloaded this, and I said, "Okay, I'm gonna upload it." and then I'm going to unload it you see what I'm saying onto God's people so they can better understand these these different points so bear with me if some of my points are uh, are just kind of not flowing like they would i literally got all these points at 6:30 this afternoon now let's talk about the formula of how God does things he prepares he promotes for prudence preparation promotion then prudence preparation promotion, then prudence. This will help you with God's timing. Preparation, then promotion, then prudence. You have to understand, people idolize the middle part, but the middle part is the shortest part. Promotion usually usually lasts between a few minutes and a couple of days. Friday, you got promoted to a job. Monday, you start the job. Promotion may have occurred where, uh, um, um, however, but promotion can can last for a few minutes to a few days. Promotion can occur. The issue is the devil wants you to focus so much on these moments of promotion that you miss out on the days of preparation. But the longer seasons are preparation and prudence. I've done a lot of videos on off-season, pre-season, in-season, and postseason. I talked about the different weathers between fall, winter, spring, and summer, and I'll go through those really quickly. Seasons are important. The off season is God's opportunity is giving God giving you the opportunity to prepare for the season. Many people do not understand that their singleness is not a a, a, a season that you run. It's an off season. Every season you desire to aspire to be in, whatever a season of preparation is, the off season. The level of your performance, the level of your success in the postseason is predicated is predicated on what you do in off-season. All my athletes out there, you understand, those who practice hard in the off-season, bust their butt, work hard, develop skills, uh, maximize their time, they are more prepared for the season and they have a higher, higher chance for the postseason. Let's talk about it within singleness. Singleness is an off-season. The off-season is just as important, as important as the season. Season is where things count. But the off season is just as important because the off season contributes to the season. So your off season, your singleness, or the season by which God has you alone, has you um 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 hidden, hidden from a, a promotion in a job, hidden from promotion in career, hidden from promotion in ministry, hidden from promotion in regards to marriage. Don't despise the days God hides you, let Him hide you, all right. The off-season your opportunity to develop skill, to get better, to get conditioned. Do you understand that we must be conditioned for the calling? How many people are huffing and puffing, can barely breathe, and they've only been two weeks in marriage, two weeks in ministry, two weeks in all these different things? You're out of shape. But you have to be in shape so that you don't be, become out of shape. And that's what the off-season is for. It's giving you an opportunity to be in the gym alone. The problem is we love the audience more than we love being alone in the gym. When you love being in front of the audience and all you care about is the lights, camera, actions, and people in the stands on your Instagram page, on the outside of it, double tapping you and your relationship, double tapping everything in that, that you're posting, but you're not, you haven't been posted up in the gym, you haven't been practicing, then proven over time when they scroll through your feed, eventually those pictures have been removed. And now they're questioning if that thing was even meant to be. That's why the off-season is important. Your singleness is important. It's giving you the opportunity. I'm so glad in my off-season, I wrote my six books. I now have seven, but before I got married, it was five books. So glad because those five books I've done in the off season are contributing to my season of marriage financially. It's contributing. The YouTube videos are contributing to my season now. And most people, they have nothing to show for their singleness. Therefore, they have nothing to show to the survival of their marriage or the survival of their ministry or the survival of anything that they did by their own free will. And you wonder why uh, um, you're bagging and, and you have pig pens and, 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 you, and you're not where you need to be. So your off-season is paramount. What are you doing right now? Get off these people's pages. Stop watching these Christian couples on YouTube. Stop idolizing people's systematic approach to their own marriage. Because let me tell you something, as a married man, no marriage is made the same. Because no one is the same, so if you become a copy of someone else's um, um, puzzle, you won't be a part of. You won't be able to fully uh, embrace their struggle. Everybody wants everybody's puzzle, but they don't know what it's like to go through the struggle. So you got to go in the off season with your Mister Miyagi, which is the Holy Spirit, with your trainer Chris Brickley, and, and and get your and get your moves right, get your skills right, sharpen your blade. And then God would bring you into a preseason, preseason of dating, preseason of 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 opportunity when it comes to jobs, preseason of entrepreneurship, where you're able to show your skills, you're able to show your resume. And people are now trying to give you opportunities to play for their team. And now we get out of that dating phase, and now you get into that season of marriage. Now you're ready. Now we're in that season of ministry. You're ready. Yeah, you've had some opportunity to speak there and do that there. God gave you a little preseason to get yourself warmed up and make you dust off the fears and doubts. So that when it's time to come out, you will, you are what you say you are. And then the season comes where the points count. See, there's no tallies in the off season. There's no tallies in the preseason. Those 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 shots, those rebounds, those assists, those touchdowns, those yardage don't count in the offseason or the preseason. But when it's season time, that's when things start counting because there's too many things connected. God is counting my points, my assists, how much I score for my family, how many times when I want to take the ball to the paint. But I assist to my wife because she's more gifted over there in the wing with the three. I may be a post player, step away, but I know I got to assist sometime, and we assist and I know how to rebound when tough times come. So when the ball gets up off the off the rim, I know how to get offensive rebounds. I can rebound from any situation. You see what I'm saying? So when we understand now, those things count. And then my wife, who has my name on the back of her jersey, we know for a fact that this team wins championships, ring after ring after ring after ring after ring after ring after ring, ring. going 50 years getting championships, because we know how to play as a team, because we know who our coach is, who is Jesus, by his spirit. That's why the word of God says, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. But if you selfish, you ain't gonna never pass the ball. If you selfish, you will always get all your points. But your wife is struggling, your husband is struggling because you've been selfish throughout the whole postseason. I mean, off season and preseason, and you wonder why your team never makes the postseason. I, I want to compete. I don't want to be out there uh, uh, looking at other people competing. I want my marriage to compete, not competing to other marriage. I'm talking about compete in the kingdom, pushing the kingdom forward. I don't want to be in Cancun because I got knocked out of the postseason or wasn't able to get into the postseason. I wasn't supposed to go down this path, but it was for somebody. Now, agriculture, fall seasons where things fall down. That's why people get mad at God. When they first get to God, most preachers don't tell them that pruning comes before prosperity. The only time prosperity comes for pruning is in the dictionary. And so what happens, we tell these people, your best life now, and then they get hit with pruning. When God starts stripping them away from their idols because they have idolized all these different things. The first thing God attacks is your idols. So if you want to be, if you want to uh, uh, have this place of, of, of success, God is going to attack the number one thing that's on his throne, period. And so what's on God's throne? That's the first thing He's coming for. And the worst pain a human will ever feel, my friends, is the pulling away from their idols. No other pain is greater than that. You could be hit by a car. You can have a, a, a broken leg. You can go through all kinds of pains, but there is no pain than God stripping a human off of their idols. Fall season where things begin to fall apart, but you're thinking they fall apart, but they actually fall into place. Winter season where things get cold and barren. Now you know who your real friends are. Now you know who's really family. Now you know who's really there because all you are is bare, And you when you bear, see who's there. Those are the people God sent. Now when the purification of the soil has occurred and you have now been, went through your winter season, now you start budding. Now spring, now you're bearing fruit. Now you're bearing fruit. You're more loving than you used to be. You're more joyful than you used to be. You're more patient than you used to be. You're more long-suffering than you used to be. And then all of a sudden, summer comes, and now you're reaping from the fruit that you bear. Let's keep going. That was all I want to do for seasons. Now let's get into some more points. Singleness is just as important as marriage. Your hidden season is just as important as your happening season. But for those who's thinking about marriage, singleness is just as important as marriage. Most people idolize marriage so much that they look at singleness like it's a stepsister, a stepbrother. Singleness is just as, if not more important. Well, singleness is just as important as marriage. Keep going. The season you are in right now is just as important, if not more important than the next season. Please understand that. The season you are in right now is just as important if not more important, than the next season. The season of preparation will always be more valuable than the season of promotion. It will always be because it is the foundation to promotion and prudence. The season of preparation will always be more valuable because it's what gives value to the season that you desire to be in. So when you look at singleness as a gift, more so than a burden, and the issue is many people look at singleness as a burden more so than it is a blessing. It took me thirty three years to get married. Thirty two or thirty three. It took me a long time. Do you know how long it takes to make a man of God? Do you know how long it takes to make a woman of God? People want the man of God, the M O G, and the W O G sound like Bible <laughs> uh, Bible translations. They want the W O G. They want that title, woman of God, M O G, man of God. But listen, hmm, man of God. If your man of God is made in church, has not been made by Christ, and fam, your man of God is weak. Your woman of God is weak. It has to be made by God. That's why I tell people stop envying Hondas. Stop envying. Listen, if you a Bentley, do you have you noticed that Bentleys and Rolls Royce Royces never go on sale? Well, Bentleys and Rolls Royce Royces, you don't get them on clearance. No, Bentley or Rolls Royce, if a car has feelings, it's going to feel bad when people walk into the showroom and then don't have enough, don't have the credit for it, don't have the cash for to get it, that Bentley says, I don't care if you don't got it, it ain't for me. And the reason why Hondas are different than Bentleys, the reason why Hondas are different than Rolls Royce Royces is because the parts are more valuable. It's because the, the car has more handmade aspects than machine-made. And most people, they want to be machine-made, so they allow the world to make them quicker. Make me a man. Make me a man. A wife, make me this season, make me machine made, and those parts are in the building. But the reason why Roy's Royces take so long because they have to the import parts, import, import tent. God saying, Trust me, wait on me. Yes, you may, it may take you more years to be made than the up uh, than the others, but I'm importing parts. I'm sending you to the city because there's parts there for you. Seasons make you seasoned. So when God moves you and pulls you and positions you, he's importing parts, important pieces from certain seasons that make you seasoned and able to preserve your marriage, preserve your ministry, preserve your money. God wants to hand make you because his hands are all is more accurate than any machine. He knows how to stitch you right. He knows how to make sure every piece is valuable so that you will last longer. Machine-made vehicles and things that are more machine-made have a shorter shelf life. Those things that are uh, handmade by God take time. They take time. But if you don't make time, you won't take time. You see what I'm saying? If you don't make time, then you won't be timely made. Holy Spirit, you're teaching us today. The season you're in right now is just as important, if not more important, the next season. The season of preparation will always be more valuable than the season of promotion. That's in airing arena. For those who are married, it's for you, whatever you and your wife or husband is desiring to have. Because singleness is not just a season, it's an individual. Singleness is a season, but it's also individual. I am a single person. Singleness is also it's a season, and it's also you as an individual. Right now, I am a single. I'm not single, but I am a single. If I'm not whole, how can I hold up my part in this marriage? So that's why these points apply to all of us, married, single, whatever. But of course, this is more bent towards singles, but but my married folk can listen as well. Um, the season of preparation will always be more, more will always be more valuable than the season of promotion. It is the foundation to promotion and prudence. Now, what is prudence? Prudence is stewardship, prudence is the care of a thing. It's the management of the thing. God wants prudent people. You know in Proverbs, Proverbs go into great lengths about prudence. It is the foundation to promotion and prudence. You must go through seasons to be seasoned and to season. I think I said, yeah, you must go through seasons to be seasoned, meaning God has to put you through seasons so that you can become seasoned, a seasoned saint. You, you can recognize when fall is coming. You can recognize the signs of the times. You're seasoned. But people, they're just as bland as all get out. And they're trying to, they're trying to gain lands bland. And you wonder why you can't preserve those lands. You got to be seasoned to preserve, baby. You know what I'm saying? You got to be seasoned to preserve. Man, you got to be Lowry's. You can't just be bland. You got to marinate, meditate God's word so you can become that flavor. Chicken by itself is just chicken. But chicken's title changes based upon what it marinates in. Chicken changes, its title changes, or food changes based upon what it's been marinated in. So if you ain't been in God's word, you're being marinated with the wrong sauces, and you wonder why you got no sauce. You ain't saucy. We ain't saucy. But when we meditate and marinate into God's word, and we allow those words to come at us, and we sit in those words, and we start pulling the flavors on the inside. And when people bite in our lives, they know we're seasoned. Let's keep going. It is a foundation to promotion and prudence. You must go through seasons to be seasoned and to season. I must be seasoned so I can preserve. The word of God says we are the light of the world and the salt of the world. The earth, right? Salt of the world, earth or something like that. Earth. Salt preserves. Salt preserves. We wasn't meant to be salted to be salty. We was meant to be salted to steward, to to preserve, I mean. So my marriage, the longevity of it is based upon how much salt I become. High blood pressure. The blood of God is is, is always flowing through. I'm making an analogy. I hope that makes sense. But what I'm saying is we must have the mindset of I want to steward. Let's keep going. A lot of points, man, but God downloaded this me. I was just trying to take a nap. I was trying to mind my own business. God said, fam, be about my business. I said, all right, man. You ain't got a payment for this business, God. i get it done for you. I got you, God. I'm going to get up and do this thing. It's Friday tomorrow, so I got you, God. All right, here we go. How we manage our hours now, because we're going to be talking about how to prepare for God's timing, and we have to understand if we're going to prepare for God's timing, we have to have some level of time management, right? So how we manage our hours will determine how we manage our days and how we manage our days will determine how we manage our weeks, months, etc. How do you manage your time? How are you managing your time? God's timing has been set. God ain't over there building nothing; it has already been built. It's just manifesting off of, his, off of his already finished work in eternity. It's manifesting off his omniscience, right? So, um... What's my point? Let me get to my point again. Hold on. Ah, uh, yeah. So basically, we have to be stewards of our current time as we are being positioned into our proper timing of promotion and the seasons um, that spawns from that. But how are you managing your hours? Are you utilizing your hours to peek into other people's lives, wishing that you had what they had? Or are you utilizing your time to actually have what you're supposed to have? How are you using your hours? Are you actually thinking, okay? I want this marriage. I want a marriage that honors God. Okay, if I want a marriage that honors God, let me find out what the word of God says about marriage, what the word of God says about ministry, what the word of God says about whatever that it is that I know he's calling me to. And you got to ask, yourself, am I conditioned for that? Am I prepared for that? Am I, am I skilled for that? Do I have the qualities for that? Don't ask for a man of God and you ain't a woman of God. Don't ask for a woman of God and you don't know how to lead that kind of woman of God because you're going to frustrate a woman of God if you ain't a man of God. You got to make sure that you have the balance of what she is. You can't you can't be top heavy, you see what I'm saying? You gotta be evenly balanced. It's gotta be like a seesaw. Y'all y'all can't even touch the ground because y'all balance weight. You see what I'm saying? Y'all y'all complement each other. But when people want to be completed, they start depleting the other person because that person is already whole. But you got holes in your life, or they got holes in their life. But we got to ask, am I truly prepared for that timing? if not, let me manage my hours differently. Let me manage my hours in accordance to the thing that I want to be a part of my life. Let's keep going because I got too many points. How we manage our hours will determine how we manage our days and how we manage our days will determine how we manage our weeks, months, etc. And that will then determine if we are fully prepared for God's time. Next point. God's timing is perfect. God's timing is perfect. It's a profound point. One minute off his timing will affect the generations after you. God's timing is so perfect that if he comes a minute too early or a minute too late, it has the ability to alter generations. So if that's why God doesn't reveal his timing, because then we as humans that who are flawed. will mess up if God told you, you'll meet your wife at 738. Next Saturday, you will either be there too, too, um, too happy at seven, seven o'clock a.m. <laughs> or you'll get there late. But God said, man, just walk with me. I'll, I'll guide you wherever you got to go. Follow my spirit. He'll lead you everywhere. But he's telling you, you got to understand how perfect my timing is. God saying, man, my timing is so perfect that even if I was two seconds off, it could affect your generations. Because if you two minutes too early or two minutes too late and you're not fully prepared enough or you too puffed up in your mind and you think you know more than anything, then when you get into that thing, you sabotage it. That's how perfect his timing is. God said, man, everything is placed in position for a reason. So he says, get information. Get information and then get information. Oh, bars. Get information so that you can get information. God saying, Man, spend time with me. Get information about me, get to know me, get information about who you are so that you can get informed. Get into the form you need to. Because when you are informed, you can get informed. So he says, Get information from me so that you can get information, no Beyonce. You see what I'm saying. We got to get into form. And God said, in, in order for us to get into form, our minds have to be transformed. The Holy Spirit's a rapper because he, he's spitting bars through you, boy. The Holy Spirit, I'm trying to tell you, man's a rapper. Let's get you some more points. How to prepare. Here we go. Get some points. How to prepare. And it, look at my little book right there, The Purpose Signals, man. Available on Amazon right now. Like. Like this video if y'all enjoying it. Share this right now. We're going to get into how to prepare for God's timing. Share this video for the next 20 to 25 minutes. We're going to knock out some points and I may do a little Q&A at the end. So share this video to all your single friends, all your married friends, all the people that need these points. How to prepare for God's timing, whether it's marriage, whether it's ministry, whether it's management, whether it's with more money, wherever it is. Let's learn how to prepare. P, how to prepare. P, you must develop your personal issue with God and slow your pace right now, right now. In order to prepare, you must develop your personal. You got you to gotta get, get with God, fam. It don't get no better. You got to get with God and say, God, I'm going to develop my personal issue. And I'm going to develop, let's grow together, God. Because you're going to need God in marriage. Oh, I'm so glad that I have some equity. I I had some time with God because I need him in my marriage. I'm going to need him parenting. I'm going to need him in ministry. So I'm glad I know his voice now. So when it's time to leave my wife and to leave my household, my house will not be full of holes. So that no matter where we go, we're held together because my wife right now, my wife can tell you, I trust I trust that my husband hears from God. Oh, you better make sure you with somebody that can hear heaven. But God said, man, in order to prepare for my perfect timing for you, what about us? Is the the triune Godhead singing Michael Jackson? They don't really care about us. Is Is that what's going on? They don't really care about us. Come on, man. God must be at the center of everything. God must be everything to us. We got to be intentional of spending time with and and we must slow our pace. We're going too fast, man. Don't allow the world to make you go fast. The Bible says in the last days they will not be able to endure sound doctrine. Do you know how long it takes to understand sound doctrine? But when you're entertaining other sounds, you won't be able to understand his sound and understand to be doctrine and rooted in principle, rooted in faith. So you can be uh, um unmovable, always abounding. You won't be easily shaken. The world wants you to go fast. We Time has shrunk so much down to where we have 15 second attention spans. We got one minute attention spans. If a video is longer than five minutes, we don't listen. So what happens? That's by design because now your brain has been programmed to do everything fast. And so time passed because you're doing everything fast and you ain't prepared. If you do things fast and you allow time to pass, you won't last. Fast don't last. Fast don't last. That's why the Bible says the first shall be last and last shall be first because the people who are first get there quick. They get there quick. They skip steps. They get there quick. Wait, great. you married. You got there quick. The wedding was beautiful. You got a beautiful, you had a beautiful wedding, but your marriage is ugly. You have a beautiful, you had a beautiful moment in ministry for a season and the anointing is gone. Your first album was anointed, but now you over here looking like you just talented. So God is saying, man, if you want to last, be last. He said, if you want to last, be last, because the last shall be first. The first people that get there, they got there so quick and they're not equipped. They got there quick, but they wasn't equipped. But those who are last saw the mistakes of everyone. you 30, you single, 30, great, but you're seeing the mistakes of everyone. You're 40 and you're single, but you're seeing the mistakes of everyone. So now when you get your man, Jesus took 30 years to do a three-year ministry. We didn't, we don't know what Jesus did between 12 and 30. We just know he was about his father's business, but everybody wants their whole 30 years to be seen, be hidden, build in silence. Cause if you build in silence, nobody won't know when to, or how to attack you. If you want to last be last, cause the last one is the observing one. The last one sees the mistakes and they say, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be sleeping around. I ain't going to do all the different things. I ain't going to be foolish like them. And so now, All those people got married in their 20s, all the people who talked about me in high school, all those people that wished to put my downfall in my 20s, they're watching me last thing because I didn't mind being last, fam. If you want to last, be okay being last. Let's keep going. You got to develop your personal relationship with God. Hold on. You got to develop your personal. Let me get some water. You must develop personal relationship hold on hold on this You must develop your personal relationship with God and slow your pace. God I'm walking with you. God when you jog I jog, when you walk I walk, when you run I run. If you stand still I stand still you prepare because maybe we get so caught up on a destination that we miss out on the journey let's keep going number 2 for time's sake or we must re- uh, you must renew or we must renew uh, our perspectives and discover the reason for the season you are now in and you must release all control and order to prepare man this is from experience fam when i when i when i released all control and gave it over to god things started smooth sailing bro things started rolling man But you have to renew your perspectives. In other words, you got to renew your mind. You got to say, God, change the way I think about singleness. Change the way I think about me as an individual. Change the way I think about marriage. Change the way I think about manhood. Change the way I think about woman. Change the way I think about money. Change the way I think about children. Renew my mind, God. Renew my perspectives. Renew my mind. Renew the way I think. And help me, Father, to discover the reason for this season, because every season adds and connects to each other. Cramington Christian, the school I went to in middle school, played a part. Paul Tucker Elementary that I went to before Cramington Christian played a part. Victor Christian, when I went there for school, played a part. Or Roberts University played a part. Everything played a part. Every season played a part. Everything, my 20s, my teenage, my kid years, <clears throat> everything played a part. Even me not having my dad in the home. Me and my dad are great. Now. I'm talking about all the different variables, the cars that I was dealt. It don't matter uh, um, the cards you have been dealt. A person can have all the draw cards. Let's talk about Uno. A person can have a good hand, but don't know how to play it. But you can have a bad hand, but know how to play it. I've been in games where I shouldn't have won, but I had no draw cards. I had no reverses. I had no skips. No reverses, no skips, no draw twos, no nothing. I just had nothing but numbers and colors. And because I was strategic, the other person, other people may have had all these draw cards, all these different. They had a good hand, but because I played mind wise and I plucked things at the right time, and and I was able to do whatever. And they may have tried to make me draw, but at one time I had an extra draw, and they had no draw. Now they have sixteen cards in their hand. Now, play your card. The Holy Spirit would give you strategy. Who cares if a part of your deck, part of your hand is abandonment? Who cares if a part of your hand was abuse? Who cares if the part of your hand that you got to play was rejection? Who cares? Play it. Because there's a bunch of people that's waiting for you to play your hand so they can have a hand up out of their situation. Holy Spirit, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you must renew your perspectives and discover the reason for your season, or for the season you are in now, and release all control. How to prepare? Let the Holy Spirit take control. Holy Spirit take control. Holy Spirit take, you know what I'm saying? E, you must eliminate all weights and sins and enjoy the process. In order to be prepared, you got to say, I... Wait. See, the Bible says lay aside every weight and sin that so easily besets you. That's keeping you from running the race effective. That's keeping you from performing at a high level in your singleness. Right. Or whatever phase of life you are in. Not all things that's on you as a sin. It's just unnecessary. I don't think video games is a sin, but it's unnecessary. If you play it, if you play it so much, that it becomes a weight, an emotional weight, a psychological weight. Friendships are not bad, but we have too many. You end up having Judas's. You see what I'm saying? You got a Judas, but you can't have an exodus. You see what I'm saying? You can't even get out of the season because you got too many Judas. So what I'm saying is some things may not be a sin. It may not be inherently sinful. But they're heavy. They're unnecessary. So in order to prepare, you got to say, who are weights? Who are weights and what are sins in my life that's going to hinder me from winning? You got to eliminate all ways of sins and enjoy the process. You got to enjoy it. Like, man, I'm so glad that God grabbed me. That's why I wrote the book. That's why I'm in these videos. He grabbed me. I love the process more than the prize. I love the process of the Holy Spirit sanctifying me and developing me into a better man day in and day out. It's enjoyable because I know if I, get, if I become better, my marriage becomes better. You see what I'm saying? So we have to enjoy the process. P, we have to practice patience daily and prepare for purpose. How to prepare for the, whatever God's telling me, whatever it is, <clears throat> you got to practice patience. A farmer cannot go out into the field and then get mad because the field hasn't yielded yet. He'll be a fool to plant a seed today and then come tomorrow yelling at the, yell at the field because the field hasn't yielded. A wise farmer says, I know it's going to take time. You have to practice patience daily. Everything worth have, everything worth having is had through patience. Everything worth having has been had through patience. You were able to wait well. You were able to wait on the Lord and you was able to renew your strength. You was able to serve him. You was able to be patient. Listen, I, my, I'm always blessed when I'm patient because patience has a persona. Patience has a persona. What I mean by that? Patience has an aura about it. Patience has a joy about it. When I'm in line and I'm patient, someone always opens up a new register for me. They always, most of the time, nine times out of ten, someone opens a register for me. It don't matter who's in front of me, who's behind me. They say, sir, I got you. Because I'm not I'm not angry. I'm not upset. I'm, I have an, I have a presence about me that they, that they're drawn to me because it's called patience. Patience is easily to be had when you know that you're in God's hand. And what I mean by that, if God has you in traffic, thank God for the traffic. Don't get mad at the traffic. Thank God because he could be keeping you from something else. God has done more for us in the unseen than he has done in the scene. So anytime I'm in traffic, I thank God for it. Anytime I'm behind a slow person, I thank God for it. I'm patient because I know maybe God using a slow driver in front of me. So instead of having a road rage, I understand, I get myself and in, 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 I center myself and say, this could be God protecting me from something. Or this could be God positioning me in something. Do you know how much how much blessings from this house to everything that I had, my things that I had came because I was willing to be patient? <sighs> Practice patience daily and prepare for purpose. How can you prepare for purpose? If you don't know the person that has given you a purpose, family, you got to say, if my calling is this, I'm going to condition myself. If I know I got 82 games, if I know I got 12 games or 14 games in the NFL, 82 games in the NBA or how many games in the WNBA or whatever, I know I got to have a certain caliber of body that will ensure that I'm conditioned. So you got to practice patiently and prepare for purpose. Next point. A, you got to make gratitude your attitude. This This is the day that the Lord has made. This is the season that the Lord has made. Despite how I feel, I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it because the last, those who are last, last. That point right there is going to set some people free. You feel like you're last right now. You feel like you've been overlooked. But God, who cares who overlooks you when God's looking at you? Who cares who overlooks you when God's looking at you? God knows how many people have, you known rushed to the altar and the same rushing to the altar they did. They rushed to the courthouse to get divorced. They got the certificate in one season, but got the papers in the other season. And now they divorced. How many people have you seen throughout your 20s, throughout your 30s, throughout your scene? You've seen them get married. You was in your feelings. I was in my feelings, two in my 20s. But some of these people's marriages are struggling. Some of these people's marriages are not lasting. Some of these people's ministries have been tainted. If you ain't it, you'll be tainted. But when you really bout this thing, man, you'll be, you'll do great things for God. You got to make gratitude, your attitude. You got to be thankful for this season. I know it's difficult. You want your man. I know you want your woman right now. I know you want it right now. But who do you want more? Whatever you want more than God is an idol. So God is looking at you. You want this more than me that man can't even make you breathe he may make your heart drop but it can't keep your lungs pumping he can't keep them blood through your veins that's me God's saying man why 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 do you want these things more than me you got to make gratitude your attitude and acknowledge God in all your ways that's how you prepare for purpose God is this where I need to go Lead me God I'm available the best ability is availability. God can care less about how, that's why I don't, I don't, Paul said, I don't come with eloquency of speech. I come with the power of God. If I come with all that dope stuff and all that flash them lights, camera, action, and people doing all these different things to get your attention, but they got no power. All y'all are, are making idols of these preachers, but you still yoked up under the same bondages and you haven't been set free because you want to be entertained. Are you not entertained? Yeah. You end up detained. I don't want to be. I don't care about how smart people are. I don't care if you know the Bible better than me. You don't know God more than me. You may know how to exegete. You may know how to uh, 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 do all these different things. You may be able to know Greek and exegete, but you don't know him. So all I care about, the reason why God does so much great things through my life, through my life, because I'm available. God don't care about how smart you are. How much you do, he cares about are you present? Or are you off in la-la land? Let's keep going. Oh, you got to acknowledge God in all your ways. I got to get through this, man. It's been going an hour. All right, here we go. You must refocus your energy onto what matters most. All right, you must refocus your energy onto what matters most. People can care so much about a season, but they're not focused on their health. They're not focused on their wealth. The best way to get health and to get wealth is to be in stealth mode. If you want health, you want wealth. You got to be in stealth. Do things silently. Catch people off guard. Make your money quietly. Get healthy quietly. You do that in stealth mode. You got to refocus your energy on what matters most. And of course, read God's word and reflect on his goodness. What matters most right now? What matters now? How many men chase the world, chase the money, chase success, but their daughter is lifting up their dress or their sons are wearing a dress? I told my wife, I said, I'm scaling everything down to make sure my house is held down. I don't care about traveling everywhere. I don't care. about I used to. I don't care about that stuff no more. I care about what matters because God ain't going to judge how I treat you. God's going to judge me first on how I treated those he has entrusted to me. So you got to make sure you're taking care refocus your energy. Say Mm-mm. we're going to put our energy into what matters most. God, me, all of those has been trusted to me and you got to read God's word and reflect on his goodness. That's how you get prepared. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And you got to reflect on his goodness. The goodness of God in your past will help you see the goodness of God presently and in your potential future. That's how you prepare for God's timing. A good heart. you got to equip yourself with the skills and tools you need for where you want to go. How to prepare. Where do you want to go? Do you have the tools for it? Are you equipped? Are you equipped for what it is that you want to, to enjoy? Right now, how to prepare for God's time, you got to equip yourself with the skills and tools you need for where you want to go. Where is it that you want to go? Are you skilled? Are you, is your toolbox empty? Are you skilled for that level? Also, no matter where you are, ensure it and be eager to give God all the glory. Oh, man, God don't mind promoting those who ensure he gets the glory. You have to equip yourself for the skills and tools you need for where you want to go, and no matter where you are, ensure and be eager to give God all the glory. Those points, right there, my friend. Let's go back through them for those who are um who are just joining me. Let's go back. You got to develop. You got to develop your personal relationship with God and slow your pace. You have to R. Renew your perspectives and discover the reason for the season you are in and release all control to Him. E. You have to eliminate all weights and sins and enjoy the process. P. You got to practice patience daily and prepare for purpose. A. You got to make gratitude your attitude, knowledge God in all your ways. R. You got to refocus your energy to what matters most and read God's word to reflect on His goodness. E. You got to equip yourself with the skills and tools you need for where you want to go. And lastly, no matter where you are, ensure and be eager to give God glory. Last points, how to manage your time. Number one, you got to audit your time. T, audit your time. How to manage your time until it's God time, till you in God's timing for whatever. Audit your time. Are you using your time? Well, audit it. Audit your minutes. Audit your hours and then make adjustments. Say, hey, these things, these things that I'm doing under these, this time umbrella is not conducive to what I want in life. So I'm going to audit my time to make sure I keep my time accountable. You got to make your time invaluable. You got to make your time invaluable. You got to make that thing priceless. You got to say, because they'll tell you, this is how you spell time. You spell time, L-I-F-E. That's how you spell time. Your time is your life. You got to make your time just as, as valuable as your life. The reason why our time is not valuable is we're not valuable to ourselves. Those who are who those who know who those who know they are resourceful and valuable, they make their time valuable. So they're able to tell things. No, I can't go to the club with you. I cannot hang out with you. I cannot be on the phone with you all hours of the night. I can't be, I, I can't do this friendship. I can't do this relationship because my time, what you want to do with my time doesn't meet, doesn't match the value of my life. How to measure time? M, you got to make time to plan your time. You got to make time to plan your time. Every night, you got to plan your time for the next day, but be okay with God altering your plan. But it's important that you plan your time, structure it in light of what you need and how you make time. You may definitely make time for God. Make time to plan time with God. Number one, make time to plan time for self-improvement, self-development, etc. Plan to make time for your wife, husband, or family. Make time for development. Make time for devotion. And make time for those who are depending on you. E, how to manage your time? Enjoy God all the time. If you want to manage your time wisely, enjoy God all the time. That he's the one that gave you life. Enjoy him. Hope this message was a blessing to you. That's all my points, I think. Is that all my points? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think though. hold on. Let me share my screen again. Oh, uh, the purpose single man, 76 people watching me between Facebook and YouTube. Thank y'all so much for rocking with me, man. I pray y'all was blessed by, let me know what y'all, go ahead and comment below. I got time for two questions or post your questions, but also let me know what you got from this. Here we go. I think that's it. Oh, oh, my book is now available on Amazon. The purpose singleness, these points are in this book, but the points is in this book is profound. It has some activity to help you process your singleness, to ask yourself, are you whole or full of holes? But these videos support the book. So get the book, get it for all your singles at the church, get all that good stuff and, and all that and all that good stuff. But I also have other resources as well. As y'all type in your question, I want to share y'all some more material for you. Of course, um, here are all my books here. Um, the the uh, Dating Prep, Counterfeit or Counterpart, The Yellow One is my newest book. How Does It Discern the Will of God in Every Area of Life? how to know if something is a counterfeit or a counterpart, that book is now available on Amazon. You can get that book now. Probably one of the most profound books God has caused me to read. I mean, not read, read, whoa, to write. Also, what are some other books that got The Purpose of Freedom. For those who are struggling with soul ties and strongholds, that bird right there has been set free, but they must fly to freedom. That book will talk; will help you process soul ties and strongholds. Dating Prep is a good book for those that date God, date themselves, and date the love of their life. So that book also comes with a card game. I don't have a picture of that, but you can get all that stuff right now on my website, IamUnplugged.com. Also, I also have a book on spiritual warfare called World War Me. Also have a book, a children's book called "As He Says." Let me see if I can pull up the, uh, all the pictures here. I got the the uh, red book is World War Me. The uh, that's my cartoon characters my wife and I created called "As He As He Says." As for the students, I serve. Um, I don't think all my books. My first book, Unplug. All oh, just go check my website or go to Amazon and type in Joshua Asy and all my books are available there. Are also check out. The Ezzy Life. I'm going to be vlogging some more pretty soon now that my nephew season is over. So check that out. Let's see what else I have. Uh, me and my wife has done some vlogs. Here's a picture of us. So check that out. Subscribe to The Ezzy Life. Um, what else? Um, before I get to y'all's questions, make sure you check out the Doer's Only Patreon. The link is below. Let me go ahead and post that link right now. Oh, Amen. So for those who um, want to check out my Patreon... Uh, How do I do this? Here we go. Let me get back here. Let me share the screen for the Patreon so that you all can get some coaching. If you want some coaching with me, there's multiple angles for that coaching, and I look forward to uh, helping you all. Oh, man, see that be showing my business, bro. How do I get this? Anyway, hold on. Is it? For doers on okay, hold on. Let me see. For doers. Anyway, let me stop this. Anyway, go to the Patreon. Um and check it out. Uh, let me share that. I'm gonna go ahead and share that. Give me one second. Because I want to make sure. Because some people like okay, hold on. Patreon. Oh, if you want one-on-one coach or some form of coaching, I do Zoom calls, I do uh post, um, um. And I do one-on-ones, and that's just how you can get a hold of me. Uh, let's go ahead and share the screen now. So anybody who's a part of my Patreon, I want to let the people know how, how you enjoy Let them know. So basically, go to patreon.com, type in Joshua Ezzy, and you'll see me po- uh, pop up. And there's an eight-dollar tier It's for doers on those who want to pursue their purpose, fulfill it, and position themselves to be purposeful. There's an eight dollar level. The first three tiers to eight twenty-five-35. You get access to everything. The $50 tier is for those who want exclusive merch from me. Every three months that you're loyal or whatnot, you get a t-shirt for me in three months, another t-shirt in six months. Now Amazon T also get a hoodie in 12 months. But those who want one-on-one coaching can get that 125. Now, I do offer one-on-one coaching still. You still gotta let me know your budget, but those who uh, are, are want this want to sew at this level uh, will be able to get just a little bit more exclusive coaching. But I, I, my heart's too big. I'm gonna coach people, but the people at the 125 gonna get a little bit more time, a little bit more uh, interaction, and more worksheets, all that kind of stuff. So, oh, my wife's calling. Hold on. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Everything all right? You on your way? Okay, I'm on the live. Okay, I got you. You on the way? Like, listen, but you you come first now. I told these people I cut them off. Oh, okay. 30, I'll be 30. All right, cool. All right, see you in a little bit. All right, everybody. Okay. All right, bye. Listen, I will cut y'all off. I'm just joking. Anyway, t-shirts, all that good stuff. Also, 125 to get a uh, one-on-one culture, all that good stuff. So that's the Patreon Um, for those who's been a part of it. Let them let the people know how you've been enjoying it. But books, card games. I got books, card games. Um, all the stuff on my website, iamunplugged.com. Let me make sure I post that for everyone. iamunplugged.com. Um, books, card games, courses, worksheets, all that good stuff. Let me get to the chat box now. I got time for two questions because my wife is coming home soon. Oh, my brother, Andre. the Patreon is very resourceful. His one-on-ones are so valuable and informative. He makes time to hear you and make sure you walk away, restore it. Definitely recommend it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, my brother. Thank you for your support. Oh, I'm on mute. Am I on mute? Oh, mute. Oh, I'm talking to my wife. Let me scroll and see who got questions now. I might try to do them rapidly. Let me see who's down at the bottom. Hey, coach. oh My question, please. Let me scroll up. Let me scroll up. I'm going to get to the first person that posted a question right after the last thing I saw. Good work. My brother, Mike Wallace. What's going on, brother? Andre says, this was so good, bro. Timely word. Thank you. So welcome. God bless you here. I remember this. I remember, bam. I said, I was going to stop at the bam. Glory to God. This is good. A good word. God gets the glory. Good word. Praise God. Uh, this was very helpful to me. Thank you so much. You so welcome. Oh, uh, right, here we go. Hey, coach. How do we biblically pursue side income streams in business in general? Great question. Thanks for all you do, coach. The video was definitely on point. God gets the glory. I was about to take a nap and, I, and, I, and God said, wake up, son, and give the people what I placed on your heart. All right. Now, that's this will be good for my Patreon for sure, but I'm going to answer this question. But we get into entrepreneurship, we get into business, we get into a uh, personal life so we can prepare ourselves for the life that we want to live. But uh, un, um, <clears throat> Unmute TV says, hey, coach, how do we biblically pursue side income streams and business in general? Well, you got to be with the general to pursue business in general, right? And the general is the Holy Spirit. The more you engage him, he will then teach your hands how to profit. He will then show you the streams by which you pursue so that you can create generational wealth. God wants us to have generational wealth. He wants us to be financial literate so that we can pass on finances and pass down money minds. You see what I'm saying? Money mindsets, wealth mindsets, so that the kingdom of God can continue to be uh, uh, invested in and supported as well as developing systems and, 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 and families that, that that are just generous, that are that are flowing in the blessings of God, etc. But 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 we have to make sure that we are good stewards of our time, stewards of our money, etc. But the best way to pursue side income streams is to make sure you beside God. If you in pace with God and you on the side of God, then you don't have to worry about the different revenues. He will then begin to uh uh, uh reveal those different things. That's why you got to make time for him. You got to spend time with him you got to invest time with him because i tell you i never go into time with god empty handed if i'm driving and i don't have a paper and pen because i'm driving i start recording ideas i never i never go before god without without pen and paper or without a recorder god because god may download like today I, my wife can tell you, I came home, hugged her, did all that stuff, and I went straight to a nap. I played football with the kids. I played football today. I didn't they wanted to play kickball. I played kickball at 9:30 in the morning. I played I was all-time QB where I was quarterback for the middle school team. And the middle school team won. They was trying, they tackle my little middle school. I'm like, fam, man, don't be running over my middle schools like that. Then I got in my feelings, start being start throwing them cannons. I start throwing them passes, all the kids, little ones, and we beat them 28 to 21. That's besides the point. What I'm saying is, I was too tired to do this. You can see my eyes. They're red. I was too tired. But God downloaded. I had I had my phone. I just started typing all these notes. Let me show you the notes. I started typing all of this. God's timing and singleness. All those points, I was typing in my phone. All that. How to prepare for God's timing. Look at all them letters. P's. You see what I'm saying? Then I had a little, little snoot, the little, little, cute, cute, little T-I-M-E, right? So if you beside God, he'll show you what to add on your side. If you trust the general, the Holy Spirit to be general over your life, then you will see business blossom in your life, entrepreneurial endeavors in your life. Because God, the first thing we knew about God was that he was in the beginning and that he created. The Bible says in the beginning, God created. God's a creative. He plays unique creative abilities that are his able. The Bible says your gift makes room for you. Who gave you the gift? God. So how do we build pursue? Be beside God. Spend time with him. Don't go and spend time with God empty handed. Write those things down so you can write the vision and make it plain so those who see it can run with it. And make the Holy Spirit the general of your life so that when it's time to do business, he's the CEO. He may be CEO of the natural realm, but he's the owner in, 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 in all realms. And then you'll be successful. But I'm telling you, spending time with God in my 20s has positioned my 30s with 13 revenue streams. And I'm about to create a 14th revenue stream. I'm about to create a 15th revenue stream in this year. Now, is all revenue streams blossoming and budding? No, but I got the barrels out. See, people, they don't got barrels out. So when it rains, they they only got you can't trust your job to make you wealthy. So God may say, "Create these barrels now." But God, there is no rain. There's these. Uh, look, but I guarantee, if one of these videos go, if a, if I have a viral moment, massively, and since I own all the rights to my books, there's no middleman. Only middleman I got is the Man Christ Jesus. Then I'm making seven, eight dollars profits in all different areas. I'm selling everything going, and then overnight everything. You see what I'm saying? But if you have no barrels out there, when it's time for you to be promoted, the rain come, you're not there. But when you take time to be beside God and you allow a spirit to be the general, then you will start creating barrels. And then when it's time for things to, to barrel over and rain in your in your area, then everything started rising. When the, when the rain comes, when the rain falls on the ocean, all boats rise. If you don't have no boats on the ocean, when it rains, your boats won't rise. Hope that I see Boris says, the biggest thing I got was the one who finished last, last. I'm telling you, I, I'm telling you, I, I got picked on in my, I got picked on y'all. I got overlooked so many times, but but you cannot help but see me now. And when you see me, you see Christ lifted up through me. Thank you. You're welcome, Tony Brown. Thank you for the word. God gets the, God gets the glory. Awesome. Correct timing. God gets the glory. Last one, maybe one or two more. Jennifer Webster, thanks, Coach, for your ministry. Your vids helped me through a difficult time. About five, God gets the glory, and I just want to let you know it was appreciated. I've been watching ever since. Thank you so much for watching. I, I see your name. I think we you done some stuff. I think did I coach you, Jennifer? Jennifer Webster looks very familiar. But thank you so much for your support and, and for being there. And all y'all that donate and give, man, I appreciate y'all. All those who. However, whether it's through a share or through a, through a like, whether it's through a purchase in a book, a shirt or just donating you guys, God gets the glory, man. And thank you. Maria Lee uh, says, the Bible says not to leave a man who has less faith than you as he shall be blessed through your faith. How does that show thrive when the spiritual goals are not aligned? Great question. I think this pertains to people who may have married before they got saved or they were saved and got married, but they got married in ignorance. And now that they, they, they got revelation and they have gotten information that got them information, right? Now, because they have been enlightened, now the spirit of God now has someone in their house that has the power and the ability to change. Light is attractive. The Bible says when you're kind, it heaps cold to find the in front of the present So when you start operating in the fruits of the spirit, it will the, the, the do you know anything from the Holy Spirit will always outweigh anything from the demonic? Anything from the divine will always outweigh and will always corrode the demonic. The divine will always be more powerful than the demonic. So if the with the wife is immersed in her devotion, it rooted and depend on God, and is being led by God, not being misused and abused, she knows how to you. Like, we separate. We ain't gonna let you abuse me, and you ain't just gonna. But she still stays in there, led by the spirit of God. Now, if there's infidelity, there's things that the Holy Spirit says, because of the hardness of man's heart, I've made a way through divorce, then you get out of there. But if God's saying, stay put, stay in me, then the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the spirit is working through you, will over time, through prayer, targeted prayer and, and, and discipline, will cause a man to uh to, or vice versa, to come into salvation. How does a relationship thrive when the spiritual goes in our line? Now, if y'all both are aware, y'all gotta get in prayer. Like if y'all both like if one is aware, then that one get in prayer. If one is aware, that one gets into prayer. Right? You start praying for that person. You start praying for the alignment, and that's why men, I'm, I'm, I, I come at, I come at us hard because we're ahead of the house. You know what I'm saying? We got to make sure that we that we on top of our things spiritually. But that's what that verse means. Agreed. Very timely. Y'all be blessed. Oh, I'm, I guess the Holy Spirit's like, tell, tell them to be blessed. You got to get out of here. Ble- I'm tired. Y'all. I got to go. Bless mess. Thank y'all soon. I got to go. I don't want to look at your questions and then I get in my feelings. Is it all right if I don't want to? Oh, just wrote a book. Still working on others. Keep, keep working, Jessica. Thank you, coach. Hi. Thanks so much, coach. you welcome to Vessels. The doers on the podcast is awesome. Thank you so much, divinely Pre- predestined. My question, please. Oh, I got to go, y'all. Coach is tired. I'm. I know when the spirit of God's like, good job, champ. Get out of the ring. Get out of, Get out of there. Get out of there. Get out of there. You're tired. I love y'all, man. I pray y'all was blessed by this. Share this, and I'll see y'all next time. Make sure y'all check out my website, imunplugged.com, right? Um, all those good resources and tools. Make sure you also check out my Patreon, the Ezzy Life, also the Ezzy Life, my other YouTube channel. Uh, make sure you check out the for-doers only. The link is in the description box and is also pinned in the chat for those who are in the live chat. You just hit that. That's pinned up. Um, that um, doers only Patreon is available now. Link below. And I don't. It's gonna show me again. Oh, that's Ezzy life. Hold on. Give me one second. Give me one second. Give me one second. How did I get that off? There we go. I love y'all. Coach gonna get some rest. I hope y'all got was blessed by this. I see. I love y'all. Y'all take it easy. Peace.